Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to week two of the Extraordinary Planet podcast. Yay! Kyle, you got the applause background noise? Um, I did no. not. I was, oh. I was, I honestly was not, uh, notified ahead of time to have that my bad you know we'll say that for next time i'll just put you on the spot that should have probably said that beforehand but um we have obviously another full show for everybody today um i am your host tiffany stevens aka black mamba 1981 um i am obviously a moderator of planet and korihime's palace and journey and (laughs) <laughs> a lot of other groups. So with that, I will let this week's team introduce themselves. So Jensen, you want to go first? Man, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Jensen Thompson here. Uh, mod for the Extraordinary Journey Black Group. Also podcast for Jensen's World and podcaster for the Extraordinary Podcast as well. So, uh, I guess yeah. I'll go next. Uh, this is The Fallen Marvel. Uh, just hanging out with my EJOBN family a little bit, talking out yeah. this week. But you can all you can also search, uh, just find me like on different platforms. I'm either streaming games or just on the po- uh, podcast with my Culture Junkie fam, too. So, you know, just uh, pop in. Uh, the Fall of Marvel, all one word. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I'm I'm bouncing around everywhere. You know, even my guys, uh, uh, 3G Good Guy Games. I'm even, you know, I'm bouncing around everywhere. You know, I'm 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 like family everywhere. I'm like the cousin that visits everybody cookout right now. So and don't bring no uh, don't bring no sides. Right, right. <laughs> so. Uh, but I, I try to bring something. I try to bring something, even if it's just a bag of ice, you know. So, <laughs> and Toku Terry. All right, hey everybody! Once again, I'm Terrence Andrews, aka Toku Terry, um, mod of mod, mod of for Planet Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd, um, leader and and host of Terrence's Toku Time, and oh. your resident expert in all things Tokusatsu. Okay, what Toku time? Did we did we talk about what Toku time was the last time he was on here? Well, we it might have been an earlier one episode. Yeah, in an earlier episode, I tr- I sat here and I tried to explain what Tokusatsu is, and I'm pretty sure I just made you guys more conf- confused than when I started. <laughs> <laughs> it probably probably I need to we we might need a, a reminder after when we, we done with recording everything. We done recording everything. Okay. All right, so this week we have obviously uh, another full podcast for everybody. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, the Ray Fisher-Josh Whedon scandal. We're going to be talking about the return of Bleach in 2021. And um, something that I'm actually very interested in hearing about, the it sounds like the history of EC Comics and how they were... um, very involved in fighting racism and and sexism back in the 1950s. So as everybody knows, I'm not a huge big comic person, but this subject is very interesting. So I'm looking forward to that segment. Um, Quick announcement before we get started, everybody knows, but maybe just in case you didn't, Dragon Con has officially been canceled. So 
Mm. I don't know why it took them so long, but it did. <laughs> but Dragon Con is officially canceled as of today, I believe, or it was yesterday. And they're just going to go ahead and focus on the event for next year. So anybody listening, if you haven't heard or if you were planning to go, hopefully you ain't buy no ticket or hopefully they're going to honor it for next year because uh, it's canceled. So either that or get y'all refunds back. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's July. I don't know what took them so long because a lot of other ones was canceling back in like April and May. Uh, but It was probably just holding out hope that it would have got cleared up by now. But Yeah, um, you might be right about as that. As you can see... Ancient. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because Co- I think I read a story of how uh, what was it? What state was it? There was some state that just popped up on the COVID most cases calendar along with like Probably Illinois, Florida, Florida Texas, Probably. California, New York. Um, there was when another state that just popped up over 100,000 COVID cases. Mm. I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, the only ones that I kept hearing about that were having like big spikes was uh obviously besides Texas and Florida, I think it was Arizona. Was I, I think Arizona was one of them. It was uh, Illinois. Illinois popped up on it too. So you people in you know, obviously big city Chicago. Get it. Yeah, it's it's usually just about like just usually like the bigger cities, but like I think they've been the like I know New York has been kind of getting like a better handle on it. So but they're speak. a hot zone. Like, New York is a like, hot they, zone. like they are. And that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like with them being a hot zone, they have it more under control than some of the other places. So like yeah. it's most it's mostly the southern states and some and like some areas of the southwest that they're basically lose they're not getting uh handle on it because I, apparently they're the ones that still trying to open shit up. Yeah, like I go, like so. the, the mayor or the governor of Florida, I was like, really? Really? And Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I'm like, I think y'all thought this was a joke and they got overrun um, now. So hopefully everybody has practiced or has seen enough, ep- I'm sorry, not practiced, but seen enough episodes of The Walking Dead. Um, You know, um, just, just I mean, be prepared. I I'm I would have brought up outbreak from like outbreak the too. So I mean, <laughs> you know, out, the division. Okay, there's a lot of things Not, out there. Yeah, okay. well, it's, well, it's very much looking like we about to have dark zones popping up. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling and you. So this, like, so. And and this is when my um my paranoia and occasional and occasional um uh what's that word? The doctor gave me. Hysteria, but, or uh, I'm trying to remember the word. It's uh, a agoraphobia. agoraphobia. That's what it's called. Ah. This, okay. This is it's times like this that my paranoia and, and occasional agoraphobia really come in handy. <laughs> right. Get you prepared for everything, like every scenario <laughs> coming up with an answer for every scenario. Like, listen, look, this is what we got to do. Be ready for this. Yeah, it's just right. like, hey, Terrence, you know how you don't like going outside because you think the outside is a dangerous place? Yeah. Mm. Well, I have good news for you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, it's it's really crazy. So, obviously, to everybody who's listening, to my people here on the podcast, please take care of yourselves, you know, um, and just try to be as safe as possible. I got some Lysol the other day, and it was like, it was like Tiny Cherub started singing as soon as I opened the bag, and there was a light, bright light, and it was like salvation because I have three Lysol 
disinfectant spray canisters that I got at like 1 a.m. online. So I'm, I feel, I feel blessed and I'm not religious. I just want to put that out there. So, <laughs> all right. So, all right, with all the heavy stuff out of the way, let's get into the other stuff. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. So with that, just that those couple quick announcements and um, public service announcements, uh, we're going to go ahead and dive in. Um, first subject up is the return of Bleach. And Jensen, you are up. All right. I'll let me start off with another great podcast. So um, for everybody that's not familiar with, I know Terrence is, Kyle might be as well. I'll mention it, <laughs> it before the Tiffany. You know, she's also big in the anime. People don't know. I don't think she really watched it. But. Oh, I watched Bleach. Bleach. Oh, I watched Okay. Okay, guys. So Bleach, uh, for people that know, Bleach is one of uh, shown in anime. When you talk about, you ever hear people say big three in anime? Bleach more than likely will be um, brought up in this. It was mm-hmm. one of the more top animes for like years the um animation the coloring uh, i believe i believe i don't remember how true this is uh somebody please back check uh fact check me tight kubo the guy that wrote bleach i believe akira toriyama was one to discover him or put him on the dude that wrote dragon ball created dragon ball mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody's mm-hmm. ever heard that before i read that somewhere I about how that. that's news yeah. to me about how the uh, his his drawings kept getting rejected or something like that of, of yeah it's not that he it's not that he discovered him it's that he cheer he happened to come across one of his drawings cheered yeah. him on and, and then, he contacted uh, him and and helped yeah. him get started yep okay 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 appreciate it I knew it was somebody pretty much that's they're intertwined mm-hmm. and um, yeah. that's pretty much like not even trying to be funny. That's pretty much like if Stan Lee was to find you and see your drawings and put you on. That's how major, like I said, there's no disrespect or not trying to be funny, but that's literally how to equate for people that's not familiar with um, that. That's pretty much like, yeah, if Stan Lee or Jack Kirby or one of the big, big ways in comics was to see like a drawing or a comic, they were like, hey, let me send you here. That's, that's pretty much like getting blessed. And so mm-hmm. that's how I got started. And for years, it was like it was outdoing so many anime. It was on the cover of Shonen Jump all the time. Um, when the new Bleach episode dropped, you're gonna if if you you was gonna pretty much I'm gonna stop what you're doing if you watch Bleach and was gonna watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, um, and then over years, it kept going, it kept going, you know, from the different arcs, but then it kind of started, you know, declining. Um, after the um eyes well when eyes got um sealed away for then you know it was kind of like okay they went through the um, the bounce arc uh then the um the soul reaper uh zonpak talk where they came to life and then execution arc I actually like that arc. i like that arc. yeah i would say the zonpak kill arc is the only good bleach filler arc and I know so many people who like the bounce are going to be like, what was the bounce arc? No, the bounce arc sucks. So, so it, 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 did. it did. It did. Honestly, if, if they, if they would have, I mean, I'm saying it now, but but and this one, it was at height, but if they would have went from Eisen and maybe, I know saying, I know it might be crazy now, like took a little break or this kind of like stuff here and there. Maybe not that bounce arc. They went from Eisen to the 1,000-year blood arc. 
Bleach probably mm-hmm. Bleach probably been like almost undisputed the greatest anime of all time. Or at least in, in the top five, at least. Yeah. And but, you know, yeah. if they fix the Thousand Year Blood arc too, because it's well, kind of a mess. Yeah, I figured they'll fix that. But if yeah. they would have, I said the execution arc was needed because that's how Ishii got his powers back. But like the bounce and Zanpakuto arc, they could have really went without. Um, but anyway, so, and then of course Taikubo's going through health issues, which is like, like manga, like when you write manga, when you write manga, the demand is so high, very mm-hmm. high. You know, um, I always say if manga writers didn't have, if they had, if, if they was on like American comic writer schedules, even though the demand is still as, the band is not as bad, I can just imagine how much better they would be because everybody can do One Piece. I don't know, I do not know how he constantly does this. Yeah, but. it's completely different because with American comic writers, they only had to write once or twice a month, whereas Japanese uh-huh. comic writers have to. Yes, I know you guys are going to say ma- it's not comic, it's manga, but the word manga literally means comics. It's, yeah, it's comics in Japanese. So anyway, yes. But yeah, <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, Japanese comic writers have to write a chapter a week. They have literally four times the amount of work that um American comic writers have, and I've. A few of them have actually worked themselves to death. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, funny. I've heard I've heard about and, that. Uh, yeah. The greatest manga writer of all time, may he rest in peace, Osamu Tezuka, the man who invented manga as we know it. May he mm-hmm. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Was literally rest on his death was literally on his deathbed dying of cancer and still trying to work. And oh, yeah. it is that is sad, but it's true. Right, unfortunately. And so now, um, one of the main characters, um, excuse me if I said the name wrong, help me out. Uriel, the one that's a Quincy, yeah. Uriel, Uriel, okay. yeah. The one that's yeah, your you blood, pronounce Uriel or Uriel, okay. Gotcha. Or oh, Ishida, can I, yeah, Ishida, that's his first name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and so, pretty much, the one that's your blood arc is his people's, the Quincy's, who are can we all be honest about that? What's that? That they're basically Nazis. I mean, they're literally wearing jack boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the names is kind of German-like. As yeah, well. that is uh... <laughs> like I think he's elite. His elite ones are called the Schustafen. The sh- yeah, it was like the sh- It was like the Schustafen. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> So you yeah, know these, these are some like really hard East European words. Yeah, I think right and, <laughs> and so so pretty much uh we're gonna you know just get it out there and finish this up to get the next topic. So mm-hmm. pretty much there they've been in what they've been hiding within the soul society for a they've thousand hiding, years. They've been hiding in like from went from Eisen to when Ishigo first came to all this, they have literally been there just chilling, waiting. And so now it's the one that's your blood arc is is the last arc of Bleach. But the thing is, it had like a bunch of plot holes in it. So that's why mm-hmm. people are like excited it's coming back. But then it's like what people read. So I guess they're hoping, I'm pretty sure we won't get every everything. Well, it depends on episodes he does, but I guess certain things I, they hope he changes or like plugs in because 
like I said, it was his health. And he was like rushing and the the big wigs were like, yeah, we don't care about that. Put these episodes, put these chapters mm-hmm. out. Right. And so like this, uh yeah, the, the anime didn't blood, even make it to the end of the story, right? Nah, after, no, no, no. The, the anime arc, ended during the yeah. When he got his powers yeah, back. Right. And then, when he got his powers back, yep. And the story the one with um my God, what was that dude's name? The one Ginger. who ended up being the first, the first soul reaper. Uh, Ginger. He wasn't the first soul reaper. He was the first human soul reaper. The yeah, first... that's what. That's what I meant. You know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a whole weird plot, and it was weird in the manga, but it's whatever. Because as we've established before, and um, wait, wait, hold on, Jensen, before I go on this rant, um, because. Mm-hmm. I have to go on this rant because we're talking about bleach. So, I, but I don't want to interrupt. So, please finish so I can go. Mm. Oh well, pretty much. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to be. Oh, that came out a lot ruder. Than no, because I don't have like only, I don't think I was about to say is we're happy it's coming back. Yeah, but it's just, it's like how for the like for the people just read it and this mm-hmm. cleanup was out there. Mm-hmm. Certain things were like I hope this doesn't happen because plot holes. Okay, yeah. go ahead, bro. It's all you now, bro. Also, <laughs> can we talk about how, can we talk about how like the base? Now remember, we got to the subjects. I know how you get. We got to the top to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. First <laughs> off, real quick, just this is all I want to say. The most annoying thing about Bleach is no matter what happens, the plot will somehow bend over backwards and retcon things we previously established. Just so you know, oh yeah, Ichigo has these new villains' powers now, and it totally makes sense. And don't question it. Because this happened in the past, and you're, and you're like, "Wait, but that's not what you said before." We know what we said before, but this is what we're saying now. Bye. <laughs> that's literally it, right there. Yeah, kind of like with the kind of like with the Patar uh, earrings and Dragon Ball Super, like how it was supposed to be permanent, and then now it wasn't, and it was just like, okay, um, this Dragon Ball we just we accept- don't even ask right. <laughs> Look, in Dragon Ball, we, we've just accepted that um, weird things happen for no real reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. So, but yeah, it's, you know, like Bleach started kind of falling in that whole situation too. So it's just that, you know, it's like whether yeah. they're going to go ahead and go into this next arc or continuing on from there, just leave it be or, you know, what have you because it was a lot of things like even in the main story where it was just like uh you know whatever so because it's like okay just like minor spoiler like if we were talking about i think it was either during an arc or going toward the last arc um we both know that i'm pretty sure everyone knows that it has read that knows that uh kenpachi should not even still be breathing but because of like you know fandom and and or just huge plot armor you know he he's i mean the opponent he was fighting who's basically again there's there's no reason he should have won like period so and it's mm-hmm. just that's just like one of the things that like that's like always like one of the things that bothers me about a lot of shonen anime and bleach isn't like the worst offender of it but it's just like i sometimes like that the hella amounts of plot armor always gets me so it's just ah plot armor yes i know <laughs> that's very the, vein, 
the bane oh that's yeah oh yeah fairy, <laughs> like fairy tale is fairy tale is plot armor haven so we need to have a podcast we will not talk about we will not talk about we will not talk about fairy tale because all fairy tale is is what if rave master if hero mashmia didn't want to think too much <laughs> and I'm not even, and that's not even a joke I made. That's a joke Hiro Mashima made. He said after Rave Master, he just wanted to write a manga where he didn't have to think too much. Well, there you go. I mean, I guess we had, I guess we more or less have our answer there. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> that is, that's, that's quite something. But all I can say is that I am kind of looking forward to seeing like what they do more or less, even though I've read, read the manga. I mean, it'd be nice to see if they put enough effort into it where we get like some good, clean animations with it and all that. And, you know, we just all got to wait and see. Yeah. OK. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I um, I, I did like Bleach. Bleach was I mean, I, I do watch a lot of anime. Um Jensen's uh, honorable mention of me earlier in the podcast. I do. I mean, I probably don't watch as much as Terrence probably does. Um, and I'm not a big like, I'm not like yeah. a big super researcher into like backgrounds of a lot of them because only because, you know, as somebody who reads a lot, I I can get disappointed when I like read something and learn how something came to be, or if I read something that's like the source material, quote unquote, and then I watch. The actual show, I may get disappointed. So, right. um, I for certain things, I may not research it, but I'll watch animes. Um, and Bleach was one of the one of the first ones. I'll say for me, like a second generation anime for me, like because my first anime was Ninja Scroll. Then I watched, you know, Roroni Kenshin mm. and Inuyasha, and those were like kind of the the big ones back then. So for me, like second generation, more updated animation kind of anime, it was Bleach was my was my next one. And then obviously on from there. So um, and like all of you guys have said, the filler episodes, I don't I would get lost sometimes because the filler episodes were so long. And then they would go back to the main story and I'm like, wait, <laughs> so that was a filler episode. Hold on. Wait a minute. That was filler. OK, because that filler episode was like. 50 episodes like it was a lot but i did i did like the anime i i kind of didn't like the whole i didn't kind of didn't like the way that bleach ended like with the like again with the first human soul reaper and then he helped ichigo get his powers back just so he could steal him (laughs) and take over soul society i was like really but you got your own power i didn't get it (laughs) you got your own power clearly you're powerful as hell so yeah. and I realized Ichigo apparently was more powerful. I don't know. And then again, it I can't stand Orihime. I'm like, are y'all together? Are y'all not? Because Orihime seemed to be like the focal point for Ichigo, but then they never got together. I ain't get it. Chad was a goddamn waste. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. Man. Chad, the, the underdevelopment and underutilization of Chad pissed me off so much. Cause like, especially when he had his own story and I thought we was going to get more of him. And, you know, he had um, built himself up, you know, and stuff too. And I'm like, here we go. Chad. And um, how oh many God. times are you going to see a Mexican guy in a, in a Japanese uh, Exactly. exactly. Not often. So I mean, I, the underutilization of Chad was a crime. 
Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody needs to pay for, you know. Oh. So okay, well, yeah, I got nothing for that. So um, <laughs> so for I those... mean, but I, I, but I am looking forward to it coming back. I wonder what the story is going to be. I haven't, um, I haven't read what exactly will be this new, uh, this new angle that they're coming out with next year. But I'm looking forward to it because Bleach was a really good, a really good anime. So yeah, it, it had a lot of good moments when I watched it to the one to the point where like it sucked me in a lot. And you know, it's you know, it it's it's both it, it's both a it's both a pleasure and kind of bittersweet because it's just like it just fell into one of those things where it's just like, you know, okay, um is it I mean, is are people still really giving a shit about it? I mean, are we still you know, it, it's just one of those things that it just falls into, but hopefully they can kind of rectify it with the new season. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Hopefully the anime improves on the manga. All right. Um, I forgot what our next topic was. <laughs> Damn, so you just want to move on? You, you don't want to you don't want to give Jensen his ending? His ending? Uh, no, no, no. No, I just forgot what we were about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. My whole well, brain I guess for the Terrence, it's time to transition. So, you, uh, no, 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 Justin, no, no, no. did you have any final thoughts about it? Um, mm, people talk. People, people can talk all they want to about how it ended, but we're still gonna watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna watch. <laughs> we are. We are. It's yeah. like a, at this point, it's like a train wreck. It's, it's horrible, but we can't look away. That's yeah, actually got me to the ending. It wasn't all. It wasn't all that horrible. It. We well, must consume it. <laughs> well, not horrible. Okay, the, all the Transformer movies except for the first one and Dark Side of the Moon was horrible. Okay, I don't know if Bleach was. We don't talk. Uh, I, the, I don't know no, what you're talking about. There was no Transformer movies. Because I love all of the Transformers. There was no. Can we just and say that, like, I don't know what you're talking about. There was can, no transformation. Can we just say that Bumblebee? I don't know what you're talking about. There was no transformation. Is the Cybertron uh, fight at the beginning? I never saw the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. I was scared to watch it because I was scared it's gonna be. No, wild. the Bumblebee movie is actually good. So I ain't seen it. Yeah. Okay. I might need to look at it because you know the one. I, I. It was okay. We just gonna go ahead. Okay, they, so we are gonna go ahead. Yeah. yeah let's. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. And move on to the next subject. And the next subject. Okay, I'm just going to put this disclaimer ahead of it. Um, As a woman, I am not surprised. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, so our next subject is uh, the Ray Fisher Josh Whedon scandal. And follow Marvel. Go ahead and take it away. Okay, so um, for those that are keeping score, uh, Ray Fisher is the actor who portrayed Victor Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg, in the Justice League film. And he has apparently made a public retraction of anything positive he has ever said about Joss Whedon and uh, has gone on the record in saying, and I quote, Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by producers 
Jeff Johns and John Berg. Uh, un- and that's uh, on his Twitter. As far as I know, I, for as far as I can, as far as I can tell, he's still staying by that. Um, the way I interpret this in a way is well for one um the for one it's really kind of just just you know rumors around the campfire at this point uh it's a lot of hearsay like you know a lot of people have just been hyping up like the snyder cut since they officially said it was a thing and you know whatever so it's not to say that I discount what he is saying because I don't know any of those people. I'm just going on to whereas supposedly there's been some stuff going on about when Josh Whedon came along. You know, he was kind of like the one shade is Zack Snyder, blah, blah, blah. So I don't really know how to take that. At the same time, it's kind of like, mm, I, I don't know. Like, it's... It, I'm not going to say it's completely in that, like, completely feels exactly like that, but it's like it kind of feels a little just a, just a fraction like Terry Crews tweet-ish a little oh, bit. No. Oh, not, no. Not, we talking not, the recent I, Terry Crews tweet or well, the one where he was talking about Gabrielle Union? Well, no, well, not no, not then. Just kind of like more recent. Like it's like oh, just like within the past year, Terry Crews ish. Let's just say that the past year. So, like I'm, I'm just kind of looking at it like it, it it just kind of comes off that way because it's like Justice League came out. I don't know what has it been like two years? Was it two and a half? Like two years? Two and a half years ago? Um, Nearly three. Right, nearly three, and it's like, I mean, even back then, like, people have been voicing their concerns about, you know, different producers and directors, you know, uh, not making it a healthy environment or whatever, like those among Brian Singer, Brett Ratner, and of course, Harvey Weinstein, and so on and so forth, like, people were getting outed left and right during that time, so it's like, for it to come at a time when like they are really pushing the Snyder cut hardcore, you know, it's just like, I, I don't know. Like I, it's, it's really is only thing I could do is take it with a grain of salt because it's like, this is something that probably could have been said quite some, you know, quite some time ago. Cause I, I believe that Sophie Turner uh, the actress that played Jean Grey in the last couple X-Men movies, like, she was voicing her concerns, I think, before Dark Phoenix even came out, how she said she didn't really like the environment on set and stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, okay, like, I'm, like, I buy into, I at least buy into what she's saying is that because, you know, there's been a lot of stuff to come out about Brian Singer since, like, thing people have been getting called out so... I don't know. Like, I'm just taking it with a grain of salt because the timing just seems very convenient. It just it it just seems way too convenient. Like, I'm not trying to paint like Josh Whedon is just like, you know, this perfect guy or anything. I mean, he's put out some stuff that people have genuinely liked, and you know, first event, first two Avengers movies, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, he's you know he's 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 done stuff for the culture. Now, what we what he does behind the closed doors, I don't know, uh, but. 
I mean, it's like I said, a lot of this stuff is just hearsay. There hasn't been any really any real proof. Uh, you know, always just basically just hearing just like you know, whispers of you whispers around the campfire at this point, and you kind of just have to take it for what it's worth. So well, I mean, we um I don't know if you've read it, but I mean his script of Wonder Woman got linked and leaked, and it was I'm so glad he didn't make that movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I have not heard about I personally haven't heard about it. Uh I think I may have I maybe have heard a rumbling about it here and there. It's like I, I'm indifferent about the guy because like I'm not like all into his like, you know. I'm not really all off like into like, you know, every every word he's ever uttered, like ever in life or whatever. It's just like, okay, like I just kind of just look at his body of works mm -hmm. that he has given, you know, whatever the case may be, like some of the I don't it's just in passing. So it's just like I've just been indifferent about the guy. So I'm uh you know. I'm gonna be honest, I I'm not looking forward to the Snyder cut because unlike everyone else. I don't enjoy the version of the superheroes they've been making. And I never thought I'd say this about Superman, but the version of Superman they've had in these movies is not a very good version of Superman. He's very dour and mopey, and I just do not enjoy it. See, that that's fair. And it's like, just to kind of remain on topic, though, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, because I look, I know folks like Zack Snyder. I, I get it. I think seems like, to be a very. I think people are kind of hyping him up more than they need to because it's like, look, yes, he made yes he yes he made three hundred. The thing is, okay, you can only keep riding that horse for so long before it lays down and lays down and dies. Okay, like three hundred was a while ago. It was cool looking, whatever. Watchmen still a pretty decent, still a pretty decent movie as a whole or whatever. Cool. It was like okay, Zack Snyder can actually pull some stuff off, but at the end of the day, he is not that good of a storyteller. Agreed. Okay? He's he's not the dude. The dude is great as a cinematographer. Okay, the guy yeah. knows how to make his shots, but a, a good screenwriter, he is not. He is not. It's like I will. It's like look, I will. People hate like when folks like talk about George Lucas. George Lucas isn't the greatest storyteller either. But he knows not, how to, he's, he knows how to like make he knows how to put ideas like some really interesting ideas or whatever. But he's not the greatest storyteller either. Yeah. So it's like folks have to be have to be willing to say that it's like look, he can shoot he can he can shoot scenes all day, but dude has to have a good writing team. Like he has to have like a good writing team to filter some stuff out to kind of make this stuff cohesive. Because the thing is, is that regardless of what anyone says. Batman v Superman should not have been what it was. Like, it had a couple moments that was cool, but story-wise, the movie was a mess. Like, people will not admit that that movie story-wise was a mess. Okay, and that and that that comes from Warner Brothers coming along and trying to put an entire universe in one man's hands, and him only maybe having like a couple of people by himself. It's like, dude. Kevin Feige is a producer, but like I'm sure he has like a team of people that he can like bounce ideas off of and try to come up with a cohesive thing or whatever. And the thing is, like Zack Snyder isn't the type of guy, isn't the guy that you could just like throw a whole universe in like after like a few movies, you know? And it's like 
And, you know, again, we have to prepare him to Feige, but Feige's been in the game a lot longer. So it's like, you know, he's he's been producing movies like for a really long time. Zack Snyder, I don't know if it's how long his history's his his uh, film history is. But I mean, personally, it's like, look, I'm it's hard to not give the guy who essentially worked or at least was influenced under Richard Donner back in the day. And it's like not give him that credit for what he's done now, because, I mean, I think he gives a lot of credit, like both him and Jeff Johns, uh, Feige and Jeff Johns, like give give credit for where they are now to Richard Donner. So it's like, you know, I, I don't know, man. I was like, I just think that, like, it's just too many people out here that's like really just hyping up Snyder like he just is misunderstood, you know, creative mind or whatever. and. It, I I just never bought into that. Like I think people were just hyping this man up way more than they need to. So, but to stay on, but to kind of go back to the main topic we're talking about with Josh Whedon, I mean, it's like, look, he's made some good stuff. He he has, uh, he has shown capable as a writer for the most part. As far as anything else or whatever, it's like anything else that goes on is news to me. But up to this point, I've been indifferent about the guy. I just like some of the stuff that he's put out. Like, that's that's as far as I go with Joss Whedon as a creative mind. Well, so, I mean, yeah. there's always been reports of, you know, directors and actors who are ridiculous on set, you know. And yeah. it, and like I said, until Ray, Ray Fisher comes out or somebody else comes out and talks, gives more detail about what exactly he's talking about um Mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of hard to speculate what exactly he's talking about like i said if you if you've seen excerpts of the wonder woman script that he wrote and i've seen excerpts of it it's pretty gross like Mm -hmm. you know he puts the emphasis more on steve trevor in the movie versus wonder woman and how sometimes and how he describes wonder woman it's just like soft porn i mean it, it literally is really? you know what i mean yes it literally like i was looking up something just just in case i had to read it on the phone and uh-huh. um like one of his descriptions was um to say she is beautiful is almost to miss the point she is elemental as natural and wild as the luminous flora surrounding her dark hair waterfalls to her shoulders and soft arcs and curls Her body is curvaceous, but taut as a drawn bow. She wears burnished metal bracelets on both wrists, wide and intricately detailed. Her shift is of another era. We'd call it ancient Greek. She is barefoot. And it's like, really? Hmm. All of that? All of that? You know what I'm saying? So he he wrote others, you know, there's other parts of the script too. And it's just like, Uh okay, you know, but it's, it's, I mean, there have been stories, you know, over the years of, like I said, directors and um, and even actors just being hard to work with. With Josh Whedon, I think his him and his wife just got recently divorced, and his wife t- came out and talked about how he is basically a fake feminist, and he was using his marriage. Nah, his I remember wife, that. Yeah, as a shield, to, like for to kind of shield himself against the allegations that he was disgusting and more than likely sexist, and he was like, "No, I'm not." I'm married to blah blah blah. I, mean, I talk about blah blah blah, but 
like, <laughs> he might actually be. I had my hands on my hips. Y'all couldn't see me, but I did. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he, you know, he. It came out and found out that he was probably quite disgusting. So I mean, I, I kind of wish Ray would have gave given more detail than to make such a vague. You know, lightweight, vague statement. I kind of wish he would have gave more details so people could know. But it, like, I said, it wouldn't be the first time we've heard of a director being ridiculous, I'll, I'll, for lack of a better word. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say that is you know I just it would you know if he's just talking about how Josh was super demanding or always mean or you know or something like that. I mean, people are gonna say most directors are. I mean. They're just, you know, really, really demanding. They want, you know, they they put a lot into their films. You know what I'm saying? And some of them are, some of them are really controlling. Some of them work with actors really well and give them creative space to do their thing. Others is like, no, you know what I'm saying? They're like, who was that? Who uh, Lex Grossman in Tropic Thunder? They're like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, punch that dude in the face. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Um, Right. So I mean, I I, I kind of wish Ray would have said more stuff, but so I guess all we can kind of do is wait until I, something else comes out, and it sucks that we have to. But I don't know how to really, you know, you don't want to vilify the man if he's just a really hard to work with director. But if he's disgusting, then you don't want him making anything else. You know, you want him to be held accountable. At least I want him to be held accountable. So right. I guess it just depends on all what all what comes out about him. Yeah. Cause I mean, at this point, like it's not, I mean, all I'm just saying is like, at this point, it's just something that is just some, it's just something to kind of like, try to like look at his character. But I mean, I'm more or less concerned if it's like something like if he's really, if he's really going to the part where he's saying that it's unprofessional and abusive then like you kind of have to like i mean we're gonna have to like go a little bit more into stuff whatever besides him you know just kind of just throwing shade at people you know whatever because like you know people throw shade at other folks all the time like Mm -hmm. i'm just saying like like we have to like like if you're if you're trying to go that far as saying that this person has been showing like abusive behavior to the point where like you know it makes you uh you know, because again, he's he's made other tweets where it says that, like, you know, that he's been uh, that other people has uh, uh, empowered him as a black man, you know, on set and stuff like that. So it's like, OK, so are you saying that Whedon is like what borderline racist or something? Right. Or, right. I mean, like this. I'm right. just saying it's like like if you're going to say that you're like and if you're like, you know, taking this stance and saying that, then you're gonna have to be more specific my friend yep. like you can't just be you can't just be just like being vague yeah saying this that and the third because other people are saying this or whatever especially when they have a cut that is like three years like off of like the original no four years no three no three yeah like almost three and it's like dude and it's like i it's like that's like i said it's like this is something that people have to take with a grain of salt because it's like okay all this doing, all this really seems to do is just fire up like the Snyder fans, and like and like you know whatever, just to like, just to hype up this thing that doesn't come out until next year, 
And like, you know, it was getting all this buzz. So, you know, you got to strike while the iron is hot. And it's like, I, it's like, I don't know. Like I take it with the grain of salt. It's like, I can't put this much emphasis on it. And plus, I mean, as much as I liked how his character was done in the movie, even though it could have been better. Nobody wanted I mean, Cyborg. Great. I know what you're talking about. I know it's, what like, you're about to say. it's like, it's like, great. See, I wasn't about to say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, I, I, it's like, look, I think a lot of opinions might have been different had his CG been a lot better than it was. Because his CG was atrocious in the movie. It just was. But, uh, no, I'm just saying that as far as like, Ray Fisher's like stature as an actor, he's not he's not on a level to where like he has that yeah, much he's not that high. outside, yeah, aside from okay, high. playing the character that people like. Like just yeah, like because you know folks because folks are gonna look at Ray Fisher and like who are you? So it's like now if if we if if he had got backed by Gal Gadot and some of the other people or ben like you know, yeah, Affleck, yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. if you got some of those people back you, then it's like, okay, maybe now what he's saying has some weight. But, I mean, we ain't heard nothing like that from everybody else. We're just saying, like, hey, Snyder Cut exists. Watch but it, it also, remember, it's- he's also the only, well, I'll say main, main black character in that cast, so it could be that he went through some things that the other cast members didn't, but True. You know, especially like Gal Gadot, and I don't, I don't really know about Affleck. You know, I give him, you know, he might be on his own thing, but especially like Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill. Like I, I truly believe if there was some racist shit going on towards him, I and mm-hmm. he decided to speak up, I'm sure they would back him if they saw it. I'll say if they saw it. So right. I'm with you on the fact that I kind of wish he would have said more. Um. Yeah, I just kind of wish. You I mean, but it. he opened that can of worms, so somebody yeah, gonna did. Ask him. So it's yep. like, so it's like you know when somebody's gonna bring it up, like you you know eventually you're gonna have to address this again. And especially like, if you, you retracted <laughs> a previous statement where you said he was awesome, and now, you know, you retracting your statement, and now he's he's a terrible director. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you kind of you're right. You kind of gotta give a little bit more detail as to why and. I don't know. It, it kind of sucks, but I feel like he might need to be prepared for if there is another Justice League movie in the works, which we all have no idea if that's ever going to happen. Um, Not at all. <laughs> if Josh has anything to do with it, you can probably be guaranteed that Ray may not be in it. So he may also be committing superhero suicide in a way, um, depending on what it is that what else he comes out with as far as details. He may be committing I mean, a little bit of superhero suicide, so I, mean, I don't know. I mean, between um, that and Ezra choking people, so I mean. <laughs> oh my god! How does he not talk? Oh, you you see, had we only got a couple minutes left in your segment. Time. We got a couple minutes left in your segment. We cannot talk about this. The mad because I wanted to talk about what the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> You set me up. You said you, this is on purpose. You did this on purpose. <laughs> That's fine. You did on purpose. I'm just over oh here like, God. oh, I'm just, over, I'm just over here like, oh, it's about to calm now. <laughs> I see where it's going. Yeah, I'm just... He set you <laughs> up. He did that, that on purpose. He set you up. Oh, 
I'm like, stuck you, in there. You, you probably the smartest one on the podcast. You're not saying what you're I'm doing. telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, he knew we have less than a minute on this segment. He knew it. And he knew, he knows how much I don't want Ezra as the Flash. So he knew it. What? Did it. Well, hey, like he I said, it. strike while the iron is hot. So uh, <laughs> we might have to swing back around to that in our in our open discussion part since we only got one more subject here. So we, we may come uh-huh. back. We may oh, no, we're going to come back because it's on your mind now. <laughs> right. We're going to come exactly. back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so, and with that, we're going to go ahead and transition into our last subject of the podcast today, um, which is EC Comics and yep. their, um, their role in fighting racism and sexism in the 1950s. Uh, Toku Terry, you want to go ahead and start us off on that? I would love to. Thank you very much. Okay, so a lot of you may not know EC Comics by name, but you know their works by name. You might recognize such titles as, I don't know, The Vault of Horror or The Crypt of Terror or, of course, Tales from the Crypt. But um, they actually use these horror comics to denounce racism and sexism. One of the most famous, two of the most famous ones is a comic called Hate, where they show an anti-Semite who's this big name, terrible anti-Semite, just a trash person. But then the big twist comes, and it turns out that this anti-Semite who's been, who beat up a Jewish man, turns out to be Jewish himself, and his parents adopted him. And then all of his little racist friends find out, and it's like, and you think the comic's going to end there, but no, it keeps going, and it shows how everyone starts treating him differently now that they know he, he's Jewish, even though he's the same person they were just all cool with, because, you know, they're scumbags. And then the comic ends with him getting beat up the same way he beat up the Jewish man, with, with by the same friends that he beat up the Jewish man with, because, again, they're trash people, as the comic hammers into your head nothing about you has changed so why is your situation suddenly different what about what kind of blind hatred leads these people who you called your friends to these actions then they did the same thing with and then there but there is an even more powerful statement about racism that they did that got them into a fight with the comics code authority that's the coolest thing ever and if I can have a few minutes to, to explain what happened. Do your thing, man. Go for it. Okay, so EC Comics, for their final, for the final story EC Comics ever wrote in Incredible Science Fiction number 33, they wrote a story called Judgment Day, where a scientist from Earth goes to a colony where two kinds of robots lives. One with orange, one with orange chassis, one with blue chassis. And the one orange chassis, they get the best education. They have the best advantages. They're trained. They they have the best schooling from the mother from the mother unit, all because the color of their of their um, chassis are different. Whereas the blue ones get sent to poor income homes with poor, poor with poor. You going in and out. And are forced to work more menial jobs just because. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, so I guess it wasn't. So I guess it's. So I guess it's my computer. It's not my um. Uh-huh. 
So I guess it's my computer that sucks and it's not my mic because this is my brand new headphones. But yeah, um, what was the last thing I said? Right, right, blue. So the blue robot, the robots with blue chassis, they are sent to poor schools. They get poor schooling. They're forced to work more menial jobs all because they're the color blue. So the, um, the astronaut goes, hey, yo, no, no, I'm sorry. Y'all can't be, y'all can't represent Earth like this. And the robots are like, but why not? And the science is like, and the astronaut's like, until you figure out why you treat these people differently than you treat these people, we can't accept y'all. We on Earth used to have this problem, and then we sat down, and we fought really hard, and we fixed this. And until y'all do the same, y'all can't be part of the coalition later. And then at the end of the story, the son- the astronaut takes off his helmet, revealing he's a black man. Mm. Boom. Mind blown, right? Right? Mm-hmm. So the Comics Code Authority, despite the fact this comic breaks none of the rules of the Comics Code Authority, it was like, hey, yo, y'all can't do, y'all can't, y'all either got to change this guy's color or y'all can't run this. And uh, and so the people at EC looked at each other and they went, all right, <laughs> go fuck yourself. We're going to print it anyway. And they printed it anyway because they're thugs. And of course, the Comics Code Authority being all powerful back then, they it was the last EC comic ever printed, hmm. but it was printed completely uncensored with the original message because you have to stand up to because you have to stand to bigotry and hatred wherever it is, even yeah, so, sorry, I gotta take a breath. Breath, I did a lot of talking right there. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna sound really weird on the playback. I just, I just want to put that out there. I understand, but I, I, I gotta. You, do, hey, do, you think, do you think, man? Do you think? A lot of talking. <laughs> so yeah, so a lot in a lot of EC Comics stories use these comics to go to just shame these people like and then they also talked about sexism because they had these because they often had villains be these sexist douchebags and then they and then they would explain like this is happening to you because you do women inferior because you prior male machismo over other people's human rights and it's just really beautiful because this is all happening in 1950 to 1955 and you do not expect Mm. something from 1950 1955 to be this woke right that's uh i have to say that that's that for for that time that's actually rather impressive indeed like it'd be in the 50s because i mean yeah. i mean this is still like what like post-world war ii and like the 50s like yeah. when they like started hammering on like the whole like nuclear family and in, uh imagery and stuff and yeah you know of course like you know black folks were not including that image so and like and like you know, the fi- the fifties was, whew, that was <laughs> uh, like stories I've heard, man. It's just like you know we hear about like you know times in the thirties and forties, which probably arguably worse. But it's like because we were like still like during wartime, like in the like kind of I guess more toward like the late thirties and forties. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you hear more so about it like during 
like a lot of people's like experiences like you know going off the war whether it's like in the navy your army whatever the case may be or whatever and you kind of hear about it more there and then like a lot of stuff really doesn't start hitting home until like you know people come back home and you know mm-hmm. business just as usual raising like, their own still, right you know it's you know it's you know they come back it's still jim crow blah blah this that and the third so the thing the thing that this was something that went down in the 50s that's uh that's actually rather impressive. That, that's actually rather impressive. I, I actually commend them for still for being ballsy at the time and doing that. So, um, cause like I, I remember like there being stories where they were saying like how there was like uh, a lot of people, uh, a lot of Jewish people were like at the were pretty much like being ostracized or whatever for being Jewish and you know certain parts mm-hmm. of the country and stuff like that. So like they kind of have those stories to write and i mean uh because i mean even like even in the same breath like sisters was stand like like stanley he was jewish wasn't he i know i i gotta check i believe he was i, I believe i know siegel and schuster were jewish the people who invented superman they were jewish right so like yeah because i know like a lot of those guys like i think were like jewish ancestry i'm pretty positive stanley was jewish himself uh i'm not really sure about jack kirby though. uh he yeah might, he might have been uh but um heart jewish yeah yeah he was jewish right so yeah. like his it, mom I, I think, yeah his mom was jewish which makes him jewish that's how that's how right. that works right so like so it, it is it is amazing in like during that time like when you really think about it it's like you know, like a lot of these guys like had had uh, had the right mindset when they wrote these stories and they and, you know, sometimes it takes like at least like, you know, a group of marginalized people to really understand margin like, you know, to understand another group being marginalized, you know, even though it's not the same extent as some others. But it's like they they understand to a degree like they they're able to listen and understand. And like and in situations like that, I find to be really cool or whatever like i can't really speak for like a lot of folks as far as today so i'm just talking about the ones that actually were more vocal about it so (laughs) so um but um it's 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 it was that that is very interesting to find out like it's honestly i was today years old finding this out so it's actually really interesting like really kind of like learning that and really looking back and kind of putting two and two together to really understand and it's like you know what okay i get it i get it (laughs) <laughs> like it wasn't all shock and horror they actually had a lot of really good messages in there you right. had to comb through some of the shock and horror to get to the ones with the good messages right <laughs> like I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you there is a lot of shock and horror but there are some good messages in there right i hear i guess like it was kind of like tales from the hood before tales from the hood in a way <laughs> yeah. oh man that's, that's uh, cool yeah. though yeah, 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 especially the fact that they completely like they knew that by defying comics called authority, their their company was doomed. But they decided mm-hmm. it's more important to do the right thing and send the right message than to play politics. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree. Like, and I definitely commend them for it, man. Definitely commend them. So, so, uh. Guys, like, what what are you guys' thoughts on this whole thing? Like, what are you guys' takeaways from the EC Comics thing? Mm-hmm. I really have no, uh, I have no comment. <laughs> I 
I am. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not big in the comments like you guys are. So, um, like, and I. I mean, I. I know about. I know the Superman was written by Jewish people. I do know that. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm. I'm not really big into comics all like that. So I'll leave it to the gurus, you Jensen and uh and Terrence. But I, I think it's dope that they did do that, especially at that time. I do think that that's dope. Um, it's a shame that they got shut down. Um, and it's a shame that they haven't come back even after, you know, um, especially when the time started changing. Um, it's a shame that they didn't try to start back up. But other than that, mm -hmm. other than that, I have no comment. Yeah. Jensen, you still I there? Just, no, I'm here. This is my first time hearing it, so I have nothing to say besides no. Especially during the 50s and they were doing this. That's yeah. the part that's like crazy thinking about right now. So that's all I have. Intriguing, okay. in the, intriguing indeed. Intriguing indeed, man. It's just like so. You know, it's like if you know if you today years old, figure uh, uh, learning about this like me, it's just like hey, <laughs> you know, you learn something today, man. It's like you know, some it's like again, like this is this is why I think that like when it comes to like speaking out like on stuff like this is that like allies are important you know especially mm -hmm. like especially in the medium especially in the medium like comic books because i mean it's like comic books have been doing this for decades it's like it's you know it's it's just really cool like you know learning about this you know at a time where it wasn't i don't know what the correct word is but it's like it wasn't a whole lot of speaking out on a lot of those issues you know i mean because other up to that you know a lot of comic books you know is just like you know just used for propaganda at that point so it's just like you know it, it, learning that like i just find that kind of like just really interesting that like they took that they just took that opportunity it was like you know what you know we you know we going out we're going to go out with a blaze of glory how about that Right. You guys can't do it, and you guys can't do shit about it. <laughs> right. It's like y'all. It's like y'all already gave us. Y'all already gave us the uh, the axe to shut down away. So you know what? We putting this out of whatever. Y'all can't do a damn thing. So you know, it's just I I, I commend them. I, I I commend them. It's really awesome. I thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Toku Terry, for bringing that up, letting us talk about that. I certainly learned something new. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's no no problem, no problem. All right. Well, with that, we actually finished pretty gosh darn early, <laughs> an hour. So I mean, just really fast since uh, Kyle brought it up, Falamara brought it up. I feel like we need to talk about Ezra Miller choking that chick out in Iceland. Okay. Um. I my mouth dropped. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say um I wasn't expecting him to do all of that. Like they, they you know, reports have said she was playing and she, you know, when he turned around, you know, hey, you know, oh you wanna fight, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like she was like, Oh yeah, you know, I wanna fight. Yeah, I do voices. So, you know, and then he like choked her out and pushed her on the ground and everybody was like, wait a minute, whoa, and then cameras cell phones started cutting off, but Somebody still felt like posted it. 
and it's out there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> in Iceland at a bar or club or something that they was at. So it looked like a brewery. It was yeah, it was so, it was something like that. And yeah, I was, yeah, I was I'm watching go- it like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, Ezra Miller. You are way too small and skinny yes. trying to fight anybody. I have aclasia and I'm like 140 pounds, and I'm pretty sure I could beat you up. <laughs> Let's also point out the fact that Ezra is not hard in any way, shape, or form. So I don't know mm-hmm. what that was, but <laughs> I just I don't know what else I don't to say. Know. About he that. might. He might have been drunk. Clearly, he was drunk. He he, he might have been drunk drunk himself. So it's just like, I don't know. You know, sometimes, like, you know, you got some alcohol and you start feeling like you got superpowers your damn self. So it's just, you know, between him, between him, between him playing the Flash and being a damn wizard, it's just like, like, dude, I don't know if you know Uh, these characters you playing or not. But, uh, dang it. I forgot one of the stories they did. That I should have mentioned in my thing that fits completely into to, into today's um political worldview. What is, what is it? Well, it was a story called the Patriots in um, EC Comics, right? Where a bunch of people are at a are at a parade, um, a town military parade. So there was one guy who's who they can't who is just watching the parade. He's not doing anything. He's watching the parade and he's got his face tuned up slightly. So for so they so at first it was like, hey, dude, take off your hat, take off your hat. And he's ignoring him, he's just watching the parade, his face is all tuned up. So they're like, Oh, he must be a traitor and a, a foreigner, a traitor and a commie. Let's beat him to death. And then they do, and his girlfriend comes out and she's like, What is wrong with you people? They're like, What? He was a traitor, he was a commie. He can't be disrespecting our flag. And she's like, He's a vet, you morons. His face is messed up because he caught some shrapnel. He was smiling because his friends are in the parade. And they're like, oh, oh wow, wow, yeah, oh, wow. it's almost like you shouldn't let blind nationalism, blind nationalism, leads you to violence. That is Man. a really woke message for 1955, and yet we still have to repeat that in 2020. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? That actually kind of reminds me too. Like you bringing that up, it reminds me of a movie that I watched. Uh, <sighs> ironically, I watched. Like ironically, I watched it for class, but uh, no, no, it's it do it's totally understandable because the thing is they did the same thing, like that was definitely what they were addressing, like in the fifties, like the whole the whole uh communism thing or whatever, and it was just like how like it's like all you had to do was be rumored to be a com a communist and your career was over, yeah, your life was over, like all you had to do was be rumored to be a communist. It was not. It was nuts. It was just like, dude, yeah, like, because I, I, I watched the film. I watched the film. It was called, um, uh, it was basically like a period piece. It was called Good Night and Good Luck. And they were kind of addressing that. I forget the, um, the, the, the person that, um, he was, a, he was, a, he was a reporter. He was like a renowned reporter back in the 50s. And he was like, probably like the best example of like nonpartisan news reporting ever like he's just basically just stating like things where just like dude he was basically just putting stuff out there was like dude this ain't how he was basically just he was spitting facts and it's like yeah i think like he was with uh he i forget his name but he was a reporter for cbs news at the time or whatever like a radio 
newscast or whatever, like reported the news. And it was like all this crazy stuff with like councilmen, like out and people like he was just like he was literally just 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 calling people out as commies like left and right, like for no reason at all. And it was just like with him getting criticism and then like his career wound up kind of like taking like a turn because he was willing to say it's like, dude, you know, this is like what you doing. Like all you're doing is causing like more hysteria, like, you know, just uh, calling people out as communists without any basis or whatever. And, and again, the company itself didn't like that. So they wound up changing his platform and shit. But it's like other people whose like lives were over just for being, called the communist and it's like it's again it's the same we're dealing with the same shit today you know yeah. it's like it's you know it's like either just you know, like the communists the, the, terrorists right well yeah or one can also one can also be said like folks are calling folks either liberal or rightist or alt-right or whatever the whatever the hell whatever the case may be it's just like it's the same it's the same mentality today unfortunately and it's just like it's just this whole partisan bullshit, dude. Like, it's this whole thing where it's just like, you know, if you're not on this side, you're on the other, and vice versa. It's just like, well, no, like, it, I'm just on this, I'm just in a spot where shit has to make sense. Like, <laughs> like, it is, it's the same thing, man. It's like, folks, it's just like got this weird thing where they have to be on the sides. Like, you have to be partisan to one side or the other and it's just like it you know life really ain't like that y'all just want to be comfortable like being on the side just so y'all don't say y'all don't have to choose one so <laughs> um and really quick segue off of that okay did you guys hear that the supreme court ruled um that states can require presidential electors to back the popular vote winner when voting occurs, I've heard that. That means that that means if you that means the person who wins the popular vote, there the, the state has to choose that person. So yep. you can't just so you can't just lose the popular vote and still become president anymore. Exactly. So I I don't oh, okay. know if you guys had heard that, but that just got passed. So the whole little electoral college bullshit that has been running our country for forever, where Candidates may win the popular vote, but they lose the electoral votes. You know, those people who have probably have generational, you know, voting from their granddaddy and their great, great, great granddaddy and, you know, all that. Right. Other shit, that is not the case anymore. So if you win the popular vote in that state, then the, that candidate wins that state. So if a candidate has like 200 popular votes, but has you know, um, but the other candidate has more of the electoral vote, the popular vote will overrule. So that just happened. So oh, so an actual de uh, so an actual democratic practice. <laughs> How exactly. odd. Exactly. So for anybody, you know, anybody now, who's listening to this, I know we weren't really gonna talk about right. you know political stuff, but based off of what you guys are talking about, I had to segue in there, you know, it's right. a big, huge honestly historical move because it literally yeah. changes now how presidents will get elected so we not we not going to care about the electoral college anymore if the popular vote whoever the popular vote is will get it so you know vote right. 
we now, thought about it all the time. Now, but had they had done this four years ago, we would have had Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton as a president versus Donald Trump. Which right. I mean, still kind of take that for which, what you will, but I mean it probably still would have been a better choice than what we had. But exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, but, regardless of but, what people's gripes I think may have been with Hillary and whatever, at least Hillary knows politics and gave a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I don't it think is like she's. She, she, I th- I think she still got grimy tendencies, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, yeah. yeah. Now, 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 for those listening, and you know, I know you, we got to check ourselves these days. Me saying an actual democratic practice does not mean that we're just like full on democrat. You just have to look up the word, the word democracy. That's what we're talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. so exactly. democracy means exact, like exactly that. And up to this point. Because we essentially have a system like the Electoral College, it's not if if the Electoral College is what decides which state wins, then it's not a true democracy. Because exactly, it goes like the opposite way of how the people at large voted. But because the ele- it's you know it's because it it, it honestly just look the word up like is what I'm saying doesn't your vote <laughs> kind of doesn't count, you know, which I can understand why some people say what's the purpose of voting if the electoral college which is these small bodies of people in every state um that mm-hmm. do not represent the majority of their state for the most part but it's like you have all these thousands of people who go out and vote but if the electoral college votes another way and that is the majority then it's like your entire vote doesn't matter because who you voted for didn't win it's who they decide to vote for you know what I mean? Right. So for a lot of states like like mine, that's a red state. Ohio is a red state. Ohio has been a Republican state forever. You know what I'm saying? Or, um, mm. But this last election, Ohio, the popular vote voted for Hillary. But because the right. electoral vote was more for Trump, Trump won Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just, and I'm sure it's the same story across different states across the country. So it kind of defeats the purpose of voting when the electoral college is the one who holds the country by the balls, so to speak. So this 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 legislature, this 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 decision by the Supreme Court has literally changed what counts and who can get elected from here on out. It makes it makes like you said, it makes democracy work, honestly, the way it's supposed to work. So, mm-hmm. you know, all these little old white men who's been holding these electoral college <laughs> votes, I don't know what they're going to do you know, because <laughs> it's not going to hold as much weight. You know, their vote isn't going to hold as much weight as it has been for honestly for generations. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing. So I just want to throw that in for anybody who's listening. If you don't know, that just got passed by the Supreme Court. All right. So I was not expecting uh, that today when I woke up this morning. You say what? I wasn't expecting to see that today when I woke up this morning. Yep. I was, I shot up, like I sat up and started reading it. I was like, oh, shoot. So now it's like for any of you, any of us here, any of, you know, my, my podcast people, you've got any friends or family who don't vote for non-religious reasons, obviously, because um, there are <laughs> some religions where you can't really vote. Um, mm-hmm. But for everybody else who be claiming that there's no point, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter because who you vote for ain't going to get elected. They won't have an excuse now unless they just don't want to do it. So oh, they right. like, oh well, you know they're just saying that the government gonna do whatever. I'm already, I'm already ready to hear. Like, you ready? <laughs> I'm already, I'm part of being said already, man. I'm like, look, just say you ain't gonna vote, G. Right. I mean, right. I don't know what I'm, 
I honestly don't know what else. I don't know what else. Like, that, like you can't. It, what else can you do now? The Supreme Court says, look, whoever wins the vote, pretty much of the people, is going to win. You know what you said. What else do you yeah. want besides now? Just yeah. not voting. So you can't be upset with if any now. If- Right. It's like with something like this, this is definitely something that it at least has to keep the morale up some way. Now, the same thing is going to have to like they're going to have to try to do something different or whatever. When I think when it comes to uh, probably uh, probably when we're talking about like uh, doing primaries, when we're actually selecting candidates, because mm-hmm. like because I the thing is that I feel like it's something that they be doing with like primary votes, too. And because like it's it's I think it's been like a weird thing, too, because of whatever the case may be with like people saying and like, oh, such and such don't come out this, that and the other, whatever the case may be. But it's like. Personally, it's just like I don't see how. It's just like me personally, I just feel like the right people, we just have to like just start being in a situation where like we have to keep morale up and be able to vote smart a lot of the times because like a lot of people just like you know it, we got to stop we have to like stop following the money situation like when it comes to voting cuz it's like the when a lot of times when folks like follow follow money when it comes to voting like we wind mm-hmm. up with a shitty candidate so it's like Hillary had the money last election mm-hmm. Biden had the money this election and it's like but at the end of the day, it's like we're this is these aren't good choices. Like I'm not gonna vote for Trump. I don't want to vote for Biden. But what choice I have? Like yep, know, it's like it's like what and choice before do we any have? Of you, and before anyone brings up the libertarian um candidate, no, because I've actually researched their politics and no, just just no. The thing is, we need to. We have to get out of the bipartisan mindset too. Like, we not- had to get a bipartisan mi- mindset, but uh, no, just, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Well, like, you know, and and I agree that we have to get out of the bipartisan, you know, mindset. I mean, voting, and I, obviously, as everybody on this on this podcast knows, I mean, voting has been going on since the country got laws. You know what I'm saying? And it's always, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, it's been two parties. I mean, you've had some independent, you had some, you know, libertarian, but for the most part, it's two parties, Republican and Democrat. That's just what yep. it's been for the longest time. Um, I have no suggestions on how we get out of it. I have no idea how we do it because they're literally the oldest parties in the book. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, at, at for this year, Okay, as we come up on the on the 2020 presidential election, it's Trump and Biden. Don't be fooled by Kanye, okay, <laughs> announcing that he's running for president, which um, I don't even know look, how he can run. Listen, I guess Trump the, won, but uh, no, Trump, all you, no, all you have to do is be of age. Like I think the minimum age to run for president. Aren't there requirements though? Don't you got to go through some requirements? No, he already no, no, you don't. No, you just don't. Like all you have to do is be old enough. Literally, all you have to do is be old enough, and you were born here. That's yep. literally the no, criteria. The, um, and it'll be on actually be on Earth, the ballot or whatever. You had to register by like in the last month. He didn't. Oh, okay. So where he's getting this from? He's just talking, but um, he had to already register by in the last month, which he didn't. 
So we so just talk. I don't on know. The ballot. I just nowhere. Somebody just will probably, somebody will probably write him in, in though. <laughs> somebody will probably well, write his me, name. You in. got a, you have a lot of Kanye apologists out there that will write. Wouldn't it be crazy if Kanye shows up as third place, like neck and neck? With <laughs> look, look at this point, I, we don't we don't need any more we don't need any more celebrities and entertainers going to be become the president. Like it has not yes, been a that good record. That, it what is it has not been a good track record for us. And like, except for Abe Lincoln, like, Abe Lincoln doesn't count. He was an actual person before he became president. He was a governor. Besides being a wrestler, he was a lawyer, a famous lawyer, and a famous governor. He doesn't count. Wasn't he an actor too, though? No, no. You're thinking wrong, Reagan. Wait, who are we talking about? Ronald Reagan. That's who I'm thinking of. My yeah, bad. Ronald Reagan. That's my bad. I'm talking about as far as presidents go. Yeah, now, yeah. Like, Ronald Reagan knew. Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, yeah. Reagan was, Reagan was a it. yeah. <laughs> that was rough. I mean, it's like, look, the only the only as far as like politics in general, it's like the only person that I know of that I think was really trying to do good shit, like when they became a politician to me was Jesse Ventura when he became governor of Min uh uh what was it uh Minnesota? I think I have to also say Arnold Schwarzenegger. See, who but became I, the governor of California. But I still kind of feel a certain way toward him because he still let Tukey Williams die. So it's like I still yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, yeah. I, I still feel about Arnold like a certain kind of way because he still let that man die. So I yeah. just, I can understand yeah. that. I get it. I get it. I get <laughs> it's it. like, look, I, I still watch it. I still watch his movie every now and again. But yeah, I, I still feel a certain kind of way toward him about that. <laughs> so you know, I you know the I mean the moral of this story is 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 I mean it's it's Trump or Biden, and as we all have learned, if you don't vote, you kind of are ensuring that Trump wins. So, you know, you may not like Biden. Yes, I know he voted on what the ninety four, the ninety six crime bill that put a lot of right. uh, black people in jail over uh, drug arrests, you know, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that was one of, that was a big gripe of black people towards Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton too, because her and Bill also supported that, um, supported and signed for that bill, but we voted for Bill. So, we did. you know, and obviously, yes, Biden's creepy. Yeah. Biden's got creepy tendencies. I, I, I don't think he's been out flat out accused or if he has been accused, those uh, those accusers or th those accusations didn't hold up because we're not hearing about them. Still, maybe he paid them off. I mean, Trump tried to. OK, with the porn star. OK, so it's it's presidents which is kind of funny considering we have like it's kind of funny considering that like all Trump's all of Trump's payouts have receipts. So it's like yes. it's just. That nobody, like, you know, that for some reason we can't, you know, it don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we impeached right. Bill for getting head in the White House, but Trump, you know, basically betrayed, Trump is betrayed the country with the Russians and he's, he's had sexual allegations from him back. I mean, he's a business tycoon that has sexual allegations going back ever since he probably opened his first Trump Tower. You know what I'm saying? But yet, and, for some reason, and he was able to get And also potentially a pedal. And also potentially a pedo. Yeah, a pedo. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, he's done bribery. He has exported jobs overseas to other countries. I mean, all of that. And he was still able to get elected only because he ran against a woman and the world didn't want a woman as president. And I don't care what anybody says. That's exactly what happened. Hillary did not win because people didn't want her, a woman, as president. You know what I'm saying? And Hillary, Hillary won because Trump has this 
psychotic cult leader cult that too aura. that too yeah that too that, that you know was that saying? was pure that was pure cult of person and when and when his cult following pulled started pulling up them bogus things on hillary that was all some of the white people need all oh, we we can't vote for her she's She's doing all that. See what I'm saying? She's got emails, you know, and all that other kind of stuff. But yeah, we have all this on Trump and, you know, he. See, we all know he's a racist. He's a womanizer. See, I, don't I mean, know. the list see, goes on say, and on and on, you know, see, about I'll him. say this. I'll say this. The thing is, I don't know. I don't I don't think it would have turned out the same way had like Michelle Obama ran. Now, granted, now, granted I know that she does not even want to go back no. into politics, and then like, and for and rightfully so, it's like, sister, I understand. Like, right. <laughs> like it made your husband age probably about like fifteen years, like just being there eight years. So it's just like, it's like she she was there for it. She's like, she's like, you know what? No, we we're out. We're I'm good. Like you know, but I, I I will speak. I will speak up where I need to speak up. But yeah. but a president, I know it's like no, I I no. I read like, her we're, book and. She has she had she doesn't want anything to do with politics at all. It wasn't I don't she talked about how she finally super she even had doubts in Barack's ability to be president. She talks about that in her book and she talked about how it wasn't until they got to the the Democratic National Convention um mm -hmm. his first term and when he got I'm sorry it was when uh who who was president right before him? Who was running George before? W. Who, who, who ran against but, George? Who ran uh, against George? Well, I got all right. Well, um, John Kerry. I'm sorry, John Kerry. Was that Kerry? Was that Kerry? And uh, the uh, second term was John Kerry. The first, the the first the Bush term was Al Gore, and the oh, second Gore. was John Kerry. That's who it was. So it was okay. it was John Kerry, and who was John Kerry's Ooh. president who got into that scandal? Oh, because I was devastated when I found out that he was cheating on his wife who had cancer. Oh my God, I forget uh, his name. But but anyway, Barack was Barack was called to speak at the Democratic National Convention that year. That John Kerry mm -hmm. was up for election, and that that was when he had rose through the ranks in Chicago, and he was getting noticed by politicians and blah blah blah. And she talked about how when he took the stage and he delivered his speech, the way that the crowd responded to him and the way that the country responded to him afterwards. She talks about that's when she finally believed that maybe he could be president. It took years. Like she was just like, no, that, she wants nothing to do with. So I am not surprised, you know, for anybody who's holding out hope. Sadly, Michelle don't want nothing to do with politics. Like she wants, she wants nothing to do with it. So for anybody who's wondering if she'll ever win one day, you ain't got to worry nah. about that. It, <laughs> nah. it takes something miraculous for her to change All her right. mind and decide she wants to be run for president yeah. she don't want nothing to do with politics she said it's dirty it's a lot of it's a lot of backstabbing and underhandedness and you know the stuff that honestly a lot of the stuff that she went through at first lady the fact that the lives got uprooted and she felt like she was you know being becoming a terrible mother to their girls you know and all of that and her privacy felt invaded but she also enjoyed being first lady and she loved the fact that it, you know, Barack loved being president and he was very good at it. But like you mentioned, it beat him down. And we all saw in the second term how old he looked from like his first term. You know what I'm saying? He had all the gray hairs. He had all the salt and pepper. You know what I'm saying? Like, his, mm -hmm. He just looked worn down by his second term. So 
she has no desire to be president. But I agree that if she would have ran, I think she would have got elected. Elected. I just feel like I just feel like obviously Hillary got robbed, and we'll never know what kind of president she would have made. I just honestly think the world was not ready for Hillary to be president. Like, and I, th- just, th- and I think vote. she did. The thing is, I did, but I think like at the same time, it's like I I personally feel like they robbed Bernie too. Yeah, like, I think yeah. yeah. It's just like I, I think that the DNC know who they wanted to who they wanted to run, and it's just like you yeah. know what, Bernie, just 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 run independent, bro. Just yeah, just, Bernie just get just, been, <laughs> Bernie honestly should have been the lead candidate last year. He should have. He should have. Yeah. But, All right. But, well, um. Yeah, I, I hate to I hate to um interrupt, but my ear is starting to throb really bad, which which means I have to take these headphones off, so I have to go. Hey, do, hey, <laughs> like, hey, I don't know if you heard, but at this time, just drop off, man. You all right? It's all good. Right. Um, but we we are ending the podcast tonight anyway because we've talked about everything. Um, really quick before everybody gets off, so Terrence, I'll let you talk first with just your final thoughts. And then after you give your final thoughts, if you want, you can go ahead and hop off, and then I'll. No, I, I can wait a few. I can wait a few more minutes so so we can all wrap up and then give our little catchphrases. <laughs> so, um, my final thoughts is one: Ezra Miller, stop fighting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two: Much much love to anyone from EC Comics who is still alive. Hmm. Rest in peace to those who aren't. Y'all got all my respect. Three: Hollywood's. Hollywood's a bigger monster than the people in it because it corrupts good people into bad. And four, please, Animation Studio, fix this ending. <laughs> I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you can do to fix it, but fix it. All right, all right, Kyle. Uh well, um, just like I said, uh, I think with everything else, uh, huh, just where do we start? You know, it's just comic books. I mean, EC, you know, like they, I think they set a good example. Uh, I think that we have to continue following an example that is not pandering, because that's kind of been my issues with like a lot of like comics today they tend to pander a lot and not actually like what's the word genuinely talk about the issues outside of from getting new readers so like we definitely have to follow the example of ec comics back did back in the day like you know even going back to like stan soapbox like same thing and i know they kind of been low-key bringing those back but you know just be be genuine about it uh yeah the bleach thing yeah um Let's just come back with a good, good animation, uh, fixed story, all that good stuff or whatever. You know, um, Ray Fisher, dude, like, look, um, I want to believe you, bro. But the thing is, it just it just seems too convenient right now, bro. So, like, it's like, look, if you plan on spilling the tea, you're going to have to be a little bit more open about it uh about what happened and what's going on instead of just throwing around some hearsay because for right now you you're gonna have to make that argument a bit more compelling us outside of just rooting for a movie that came out almost three years ago that's that's just where i'm at with it and uh and yeah ezra stop fighting people like stay away from the beer uh the 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 spirits whatever it is that you was on that night or whatever like dude no you just just stop it 
you <laughs> you you don't need that kind of heat on you. Um, so yeah, um, I think that is all that I have to say. Uh, besides that, and uh, yeah, uh, guys, and um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> all right, Jensen. Hey man, get out and vote. Ain't no reason now. Yes. <laughs> no reason now. So get out and do it. I know that's right. I I kind of agree with all of you. Um, I I'm I'm ecstatic. You know, hopefully this has ended Ezra's flash career. So I'm okay. So Ezra, go ahead and choke a couple, <laughs> choke a couple more people. So because I just can't get you. I don't want you back in the flash outfit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all how I feel. Um, and I agree. Just you know, vote like just vote. And again, Biden's not the perfect choice. We all know that. But God damn, the dude has to be, I believe he is better than Trump. You know what I'm saying? He's might be a little slimy, but I he's better than Trump. Or a lot of slimy, but you know, yeah. I'd rather but I'd rather have I'd rather have a lesser devil. Yes. I'd rather, I'd rather have a lesser demon than the devil. Him exactly. Mm. I right. I'd rather have an underling than the devil himself. <laughs> Just, the thing is, what we have to remember as citizens in this country is like, look, the thing is that people, citizens, we have power that we need to start exercising more. We we have to keep holding our elected officials accountable for things that don't add up. So it's like because part of the problem is just and get off my soapbox after this is that we got to just stop being complicit after folks get elected because they ain't gonna fix shit on their own we and um our, and remember it's not heard. just the presidential election that mattered it's the interim and i i believe the interim elections that just happened recently kind of proved that but you know you want laws to change in your state in your city you gotta you gotta elect them you gotta elect them or get involved in public service you know what i'm saying yourself so mm -hmm. uh with that uh i want to thank everybody <laughs> i would thank everybody for doing the podcast today i want to thank everybody for listening to our second episode and uh obviously you can find all of us in planet extraordinary journey of a black nerd and um we will catch you guys next time thanks guys no problem. Later. Stay, stay, stay awesome. Stay people. safe. Yes. Stay healthy. safe. Stay yeah. off. Stay safe and awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take care, y'all.